am Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director. I'm Jared Houchins. I am a show producer. You are. Thank you. I am Brittany Shelton, a.k.a. Shelton, and I am also part of the social media team. Cool. Hi, hi everybody. So we had some serious technical issues, but we are up and running. Uh, man, uh, so uh, Batman, the Batman is carrying a 98% score on Rotten Tomatoes You just right shoved now. it in there. We didn't even, yeah. like, you know, do any foreplay. You just was like, intros and then Batman. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, visually, it are, what was the award that it got? Um... Yeah, it's already won an award. I don't. I don't remember what, what the award was, but it's some sort of it's visual like, storytelling yes. award that they give. And this is only the second superhero movie that they gave it to, and the mm. other one was the Joker. So. Yes, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. I don't Here's trust my issue. it. I, I I literally want this to be good, and I'm sure it'll probably be decent. But I really feel like you have a lot of these mainstreams, like Rotten Tomatoes, was IGN. IGN gave uh, it a ten out of ten. Yeah, I really feel like they're trying to convince us. It's amazing. Just. Just trying to get ahead of the game. The I mean, only there, thing that holds of, my hope is IGN because there, IGN doesn't just like cast that shiz out. Yeah, there's plenty of Marvel films that should have been won many things, and you're over here trying to get ahead of the game before it even releases publicly. Like, oh, ten out of ten, ninety-eight percent. I uh, mean, wins awards. Also, on the flip side, whereas with some Marvel movies, you kind of know there's a, you know. Some character, some actors are not necessarily phoning it in, but they're not winning Oscars for their performances a lot of the times. Like this has some very high caliber actors and very high caliber directors, and the storyline, plot, everything set up is a lot more serious and drawing in than a Marvel movie. You know, oh, so there's like, no high caliber anything in Marvel and nothing serious. Okay, okay, okay guy. Maybe it's just because it's a DC movie and it's yeah. doing well. You're upset. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, no. I want it to do well, but I really feel like this is jumping the gun and trying to convince the audience before they actually see it. I, I don't think that Rotten Tomatoes is in cahoots with uh, Warner Brothers. I don't to trust make Rotten Tomatoes, to be all? fair, also. Like, oh. I don't... It's a 50-50 chance I to get it I don't right. trust it. I... We'll trust every. I trust IGN. I do not trust Rotten Tomatoes. I don't trust critic reviews. I want to know the general experience for it. So I am hoping for the best. So, and I love DC, so I will say that and emphasize that. So here's my issue. I feel like after Heath Ledger won a posthumous Oscar for uh, The Dark Knight, um, they've decided that Batman is an Oscar-worthy superhero, and... Literally nothing else is. So it's like every Batman-related thing that comes out now is like, right. oh, is this the next one's going to win an Oscar? Like, this one's already well, got one. It's I mean, Batman. You can win Oscars when you have plot armor. So Jesus, fuck. All right, Blake. I am against it with you, but I am saying, <laughs> like... Is you this... don't get a vote in this, Mr. Anti-DC. May, may, I, may I take this one? Yeah, Danny, go for it. Um, so, you know, we joke about the plot armor, which is really funny, but when you think about superheroes that are capable of of doing a, a movie that like having a movie around them that is Oscar worthy or it's a you know a great performance you're not going to get that from a character like Superman. He, we don't relate with Superman. Superman is not our champion. He is, you know, a foreign, uh, you know, alien guy that we can never relate to. Sure. We can relate to Batman. Batman's struggles are, you know, similar to our own, and so that's where we can connect with him. And that's why we probably haven't seen anybody trying to have Green Lantern's character win an Oscar or anything because, sure. you know, they know that's not going to happen. But I, 
So we can't, I want to know what your construction company is doing to be able to have like fully relate to a billionaire's like struggles. Well, I mean, the struggles of losing your parents have, you know, just, well, you know, I mean, uh, so we can't, we can't, nobody can relate on this earth to relate <laughs> Tony Stark, to Hawkeye, to, you know, Black Widow, to, I mean, I can't yeah, because on. Tony, oh, I may, mean, maybe, maybe we're getting Moon Knight with, you know, a mental issue and we can all relate to that. Probably all of us as a, as a, a Human being. I mean, so I, may, can. May, yeah, may, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, no, I can't too. I'm just saying. So maybe Moon Knight will be the one to break it out and win an Oscar for Marvel. I I don't think we're ever going to see. I, not never. I don't think that in this current run, probably not. Probably not phase five or phase six will we see a, even Oscar consideration for a Marvel movie beyond like visual effects, soundtrack, something like that. Mm-hmm. But just for the acting, I don't think we're going to see that because we have so many of your top tier directors shitting on marvel movies that i think that the uh the academy is going to stay as far away from that as they can right now mm. just because they are, they already know they're losing their clout anyway like nobody gives a shit about the oscars as it is um but batman is something that's already won an oscar so it's safe so they can just be like yeah marvel look at look at warner brothers trying to make real movies right. and it's like <laughs> yeah How's but also it's still them? a guy in a fucking rubber costume I mean, like right. listen listen you can enjoy iron man one the same way that you can enjoy this the Batman movie, but they're going to be different movies. Style, setup, everything's different. That doesn't mean one's better than the other, or because one's not offered up as for an Oscar that it that means it's not a good movie. It just means that they made a movie that you know a lot of different people connect to on a lot of different levels. You know, most people when they're watching Iron Man. They're connecting on it as is, you know, in a much more narrower version than what a lot of people can with, you know, a tortured character like, you know, like Batman. Yeah. So I'm just saying if if Winter Soldier couldn't win an Oscar, Marvel, there's there's not that's a dick true. Marvel can suck yeah. that's going to win them an Oscar. And they have, they have zero Oscars. interest in giving any sort of yeah. I mean, like, any sort of anything. And you also talk about relating to Batman. I mean. So how many how many people can relate that are multimillionaires that oh has my the God. money to go out and do this? Billionaires. Listen, Batman's Dan- worth, uh, Bruce Wayne's worth seven billion dollars. Listen, <laughs> listen, Danny. Danny is over six feet tall. He has a I'm family. He has kids. He's got his life together. I'm not six feet tall. My life together? is a mess. Yeah, I'm trying. And I we deal with very different things. Yet him and I can still relate to each other on several different things. Yeah. I don't have to relate to you on everything to, in order to make it valid. Nobody can, cares, Jesse. So. Zero people care. Yeah, that is true too. Why yeah, do, don't? Why are we Oscars. saying that a quality review is a metric because they're just trying to? I don't think they said. All right, that's why ba- I said critic reviews mean zero shiz yeah. to me. But, but uh, they could go, start out by record. going, "Let's just make a good fucking movie." That I doubt they said, "Let's win an Oscar with the Batman movie." Mm-hmm. So I mean, along the way, people probably were like, "This is really good," and they're like, "Yeah, this could happen." But that's not how people do it. Unless you're Daniel Day-Lewis, you're not going into a Dude, movie I'm... going, we're making an Oscar movie, everybody. Like, well, right, right now, let's go around the table. Who's who's Daniel Day-Lewis playing, and and is he Marvel or DC? Um, I'm saying, fucking, I want to see a Daniel Day-Lewis version of Mr. Mixius Pitalik. I have oh, zero <laughs> game in any of this, but I'm going to say DC just to upset Blake. <laughs> Anyway, Blake, I, so... <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to give this genuine thought, because I've already thought of a few. All right, so. just, just when, you're, when you have it, just shout it I'll out. just yell uh, But Blake, uh, on top of all of this, we know about uh, the Batman. I, I think you probably have some more news for us. We do, we do. We'll start that with Rumor Reel. Blake, you be quiet. 
think about this. <laughs> All right, so this week on Rumor Mill, start off with Batman since we're right on this subject. <laughs> so Matt Reeves, look out now, claims that he will never direct a Marvel MCU movie because of its lack of creative freedom. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So that's, you know, because DC, Warner Brothers, they give complete full freedom of create creativity. No, absolutely not. They never have. Uh, look at that's the reason why we have a Snyder cut. That's the reason why they called in Joss Whedon to finish Justice League. Like production pressure on the DC end is what's ruining DC movies back to back to back. That's bullshit. Like I, I get that Matt Reeves it's is just a jab. making a, just a, a Batman jab. movie, but. Uh, if if you had the kind of creative control that the uh, um, fucking uh, words are hard, I yeah, the brothers that directed Endgame and uh, oh, Civil War, yeah. and Russo brothers? the Russo. Russo brothers. If you had the kind of creative cr- control the Russo brothers had, I mean, they they pretty much just said, you "Okay, be winning here's Oscar. what we're making," and and Marvel was like, "Okay, but you need to hit like these certain things." They're like, "We got it," and then they just sure. told the story they wanted to. So, listen, poor shit. Listen, yeah. the, the next person that seriously wants to talk about Oscars on this podcast, <laughs> there's a 50-50 chance I'm going to punch you in the face. So, Oscars. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's <laughs> fucking, what's the girl equivalent of punched in the face? <laughs> girl punch. Do you, know girl. My, do you know my middle name was Oscar? Okay. Hey, everybody have a nice <laughs> evening. I'm out. <laughs> fucking Oscars. Nobody All right. So we have a new leak reveals, new actor playing the president in the MCU. Not that any of y'all really care, but we do have I a new uh, president uh, lined up. It's uh, Dermot uh, Maroney yeah. from the Friends. Uh-huh. Yep, he's the new from MCU. Friends? Yeah, he's a cast from Friends. I don't remember. Him. I think he just had like a small little oh, okay. thing in there. He was on private practice. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, he's a new MCU president. So ideally, every eight years at least, we should have a new actor playing the president of yeah. the MCU. <laughs> right? You, you would think. Logically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But... So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> so we also have a leak, a uh, new Funko leak. Uh, let's see, Doctor Strange. We, all right, we've been calling Supreme Strange, you know, the person that we've seen in the previews uh, with the goatee, the mm-hmm. one that's probably the bad one with the – with the tentacles and all the demons and stuff coming out of them. But we actually have a Funko Pop that just surfaced that is in a blue and silver suit, has zero facial hair, and they have labeled him Supreme Strange. For those of you that aren't complete nerds, Funko Pops are those weird little statues <laughs> that they sell with giant heads. I love those things. You just said that with the confidence of you're like, hey, you know the Pope, everybody? Well, the Pope's doing something. It's like, <laughs> nobody knows what fucking Funko Pops are. Uh, everybody show, knows what Funko Pops are. Show Funko of hands. Pops have their own podcast. <laughs> show of hands in the chat if you don't know what a... Funko Pop is. Even or I show of hands if you do know what a fun, Funko Pop is. <laughs> yeah, let's do <laughs> that. Funko I feel like Light up the chat. Those are like one of the most Funko common collectibles to, the, to this day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what's great and what's brilliant about Funko Pop is they have really nailed the market for everything. It doesn't matter what you're interested in, music, TV shows, movies, whatever. They have a Funko Pop collectible have they for come your out interest. With, have they come out with porn Funko Pops? Yet? Yes. Have they really? They have Wheel no. of Time Funko Pops. I mean, Pops. there's a good chance there's like a porn star version. Of <laughs> yeah, well, there is a there is a deal where you can create your own Funko Pop. Nice. Some nice, you can nice, create nice, your nice, own nice. porn star. I mean, I mean, listen, I say that jokingly, but also serious. I mean, the pornography industry is one of the largest industries in the world. That it dictates a lot of things. I mean, if you have, they won an Oscar? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I know for a fact there's a Hulk Hogan Funko Pop, and he did a porn. So, oh, there we there go. go. Ah. Immediately, boom. Yeah. The more right. you know. So uh, we got Patrick Stewart. 
So like, hold on, Ben's losing pay attention in the chat to me in the chat. I, I badmouth Zack Snyder uh, about the Snyder cut. Yeah, I mean, I understand that his daughter passed and that he left doing Justice League for that. But then when he was ready to come back and do it, they still released the Joss Whedon version, and they definitely changed. Well, there's the there's whole some fucking issues movie. Like, with Josh Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon's problematic too. But so um, the. I, I I get that you're saying he left because of his daughter passing, and that was very sad. Pay me attention. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Walt. Also, uh, malnourished. I don't want you to think I'm not paying attention to you. I saw He's the Robin, Rob Bat Bat and Bat. Um, I also love Mr. Sunday movies, so that was great. I love yes. that call out. Um, all right. Mr. Uh, Sunday is live. Can I get a so like five, like we really yeah, we'll needed we'll this so we like we really needed this confirmation but Patrick Stewart on a uh, interview uh, the other day actually finally confirmed it was him instead of saying that somebody might have been impersonating him cuz he actually <laughs> finally I guess Kevin Feige Papa Feige just gave him the slip Daddy so, nope. Daddy Feige Daddy <laughs> Daddy Feige say it so he, say it you got to stop me. saying that because people are going to clip it and do weird things with it. I like it <laughs> I'm okay with I'm that. just waiting for the fan art honestly <laughs> So uh, he finally sat there and said that he's like, you know, he's like, I almost didn't uh, recognize my voice myself. I must have had a code that day when I when we recorded that. He's like, but all these people are going crazy just by noticing (laughs) the side of my ear and back of my head. Uh, So right there is our 100 percent confirmation of Patrick Stewart. I thought that was like a what if conversation. Like if I was going to be in this Uh, hypothetically, maybe sort of kind of, this is how it would be like, uh, OJ Simpson's book. If I killed them. Yes. Um, yeah, it was the OJ of Marvel. Nobody is baller thing. You get exonerated (laughs) and you come out. I didn't do it, but if I did, it'd be very similar to what actually happened. When you have an iconic voice, say, let's tell him the truth. You know, like, come on. It's him. It's him. (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't Sean Connery. Yeah. I mean, ten comments with the word "daddy" in it, and Blake has to say "daddy Feige." If we don't, he'll never say it. It's just Uh, brush. But yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, we know it counts. Again, I'm saying Patrick Stewart recorded that. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart recorded that. (laughs) Uh, It's not Patrick Stewart in the movie, right? (laughs) Uh, But that's just me. I could be wrong. So, all right. So uh, we have another new uh, Lego toy set that came out. Is uh, it's actually spoiling left and right. I love it. So we have a a tactile new Asgard. So. Automatically, we're going to get some kind of winged demonic beast uh, that is attacking New Asgard. So we know they're obviously in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. We are going to get some kind of humongous creature that's winged attacking New Asgard on Earth. Is it a dragon? Like uh, I didn't see the images for this. Do they know it's, what it is it's, yet? It's very, <laughs> it's very stick formed with a head and wings. <laughs> I mean, it's very straight body. So maybe a dragon. Fig- maybe not. I really don't know. I mean. I mean, so what he's elaborating on is in Thor. Is it Thor Love and Thunder, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Gore the God Butcher is going to be the main yes. Well, villain they're, in they're saying Gore is going to release this creature on yeah. Earth, which makes sense because in the comics he basically went through in a huge killing of all the gods. So probably in a nice way with the movie, he may just send a a demon creature of some sort instead of going himself down there. So. Okay. So here's some rampant fan theorying. Okay. Um, Are you raising your hand? In no, I'm counting how King many people are saying daddy to get you to say daddy. Baggy. In King and Black, <laughs> we're at six. Null created a more. symbiote dragon. Oh, uh... I, I believe he turned into a dragon. Yeah. Um, and Null is the necro sword that Gore should be wielding. Okay, so is it going to be Null? Oh, That'd be right. kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But I, I mean, mean, there's they... enough random fucking creatures that Thor can fight. 
They could. I mean, they could kind of make it a. I mean, a, mythologically, no. I mean, yes. yeah. There's like definitely. five. There's the world gazillion. serpent. There's. I mean, he's oh, fought dragons. Ten. There's Fing Fang Foom. Demon. It could be Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> I would lose my you shit. Gotta say, you gotta say, Daddy Blake. You gotta say, Daddy Feige Blake. Mm, don't don't do it, Blake. I didn't agree to any of this. <laughs> Look, Blake, we're still I'll, getting uh, daddy. We're still up, getting Blake. daddy. Blake, I'll leave with you right now. We'll go to Huddle House. We'll have some pancakes, and we'll make our own podcast. We'll you, call it. Will you promise to shake right now on podcast to go to Huddle House with me after this? After this? Yeah. If we leave right now? Nope, after. Well, that was the deal. Nope, never mind. <laughs> we're still getting more daddies. <laughs> okay, Blake, your next All thing. Right. Father Feige. Daddy fight. <laughs> All right. Nobody cares. So Black Panther 2 is Obviously back in a full swing of filming, but they are actually filming, getting ready to film this month in a place they've never filmed before, which is Puerto Rico. So very curious to see where the Puerto Rico, you know, Puerto yeah. Rican area, like why are they filming in that area? What kind of new area are they going to bring into the MCU that we haven't seen yet? Because otherwise they would have filmed there before. So Do you think that would tie in Any speculation? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, they can do that, like – mythical watery tropical foresty thing and but they've been they've been suggesting that neymar was gonna oh wait did you say in wakanda uh, right. puerto rico yeah okay i'm sorry i thought we were still talking about <laughs> thor love and thunder oh, no. i mean it could honestly be just as simple as puerto rico is a lot cheaper to film they could be filming on lots instead of on location so if I it was say, cheaper to film wouldn't they have started filming there a lot like, no they can film certain ago? things a lot of production companies will go from place to place like that's why game of thrones was filmed in ireland and for the first like they did a lot of sets in ireland because it was cheaper and then they went out and did things um in other areas yeah, yeah but, like georgia and yeah. other areas but they built sets there yeah. that would look like different areas and stuff so i mean it, it's rare that's why atlanta right now is such a huge hot spot because everybody wants to film in atlanta also you know how like the you know the end of black panther they're talking about you know uh sharing their knowledge sharing their uh technology uh, tech yeah uh so maybe maybe this might be something where they go further out into the world where they're sharing and helping humanity in other places maybe something as simple as that so too. also there's a character uh there's a an actor that they cast named tena cuerta um who was originally theorized to be playing namor um and he's um he's of south american descent um and there's also a character there's also a character named White Tiger who is a uh a character who is another version of uh Black Panther but he is from South America and the theory oh, yeah. is that that's who he they have cast him to play um is White Tiger instead so we're going to get a version of Black Panther that is a criminal um and and he's gotten his hands on one of T'Challa's suits Ah. Um and and that that's um hmm. who he's playing so that may be what they're shooting in Puerto Rico. Sure, sounds, that sounds or it's just because they're doing it cheap. One time and one time only of history will this ever happen. <laughs> what I'm is Scott. it? What is it? I love Daddy Feige. Yes, I win. <laughs> God. We don't give in to terrorism. <laughs> it's about the small victories, you know? Yeah. I lost a little bit of respect for you there, Blake. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I, I really I, thought I, you were going to hold out. I, I, don't, I don't seek others. You I lasted an it. hour in the chip challenge, and you lasted five <laughs> seconds with Daddy. That is the I, dumbest fucking... I'm not here to please y'all. I'm here to please them, the okay. fans. <laughs> what do you got? Why do you so? think I used them against you? <laughs> well, call, call them Daddy, then. Daddy fans? I'll call Ben Daddy. Oh. <laughs> 
That would be weird for me. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you call him uncle? <laughs> We're not defined by what makes you feel weird enough. <laughs> so my next thing on the list for uh, <laughs> for Do we still do gold it. stars? Brittany gets five. Yay, I win. We're working on that. Uh, we're going to make a, a thing. Is how well Batman's being received before it's out. Uh, so like besides your, your typical Batman, I know there's like detective stuff in the Batman movies. But they're saying like this is one of the most heavily detective vibes yes. uh, with the three-hour Batman movie. It's, 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 it's very. They say it's actually not a whole lot like a superhero movie as it is more like a just a detective movie. Uh, and so the rest of the stuff was things it, we spoke of at the beginning. Yeah. But, no, uh, go ahead. Uh, so we haven't really ever seen the detective version of Batman on yeah. screen. Right. We got like one Variances scene of it. Yeah, sure. You've got like little bits of it that kind of like sprinkled throughout all of them, especially the Christian Bale ones. But that's what I think is going to be the sole focus of this one is the pure detective side of it. You're not going to get the superhero like I'm going to defeat Superman and all of that shiz with this one like. Scarecrow, all of that, it's going to be a detective breaking down like Zodiac, uh, Zodiac Killer type style detective Batman movie. Like, that's what you are going to get with this one. Nice. So, <laughs> shall we move on to Batman from Batman? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, everybody had something to say. I, it, kind of an iteration is what Brittany said. Having the Riddler be the supposedly the main villain in this movie is fantastic because. It's going to be less of Jim Carrey Riddler, less comic Riddler, and more of a down to, I mean, not necessarily down to earth, but a more Christian Bale type realistic villain to mm-hmm. where it's not going to be, oh, you have to beat this crazy strong character that's, you know, got an army. It's, hey, you have to figure out what's going on before it's too late and there's real risk here. And that's a great suspense that they had in the comics, you know, for Batman. So I, it's really exciting to see. I'm super excited for Detective I, Bat. I think they did it in um, the Halloween. Uh, you might, you probably Halloween. Me. Yeah, the Long Halloween with it. So they really showed and highlighted Catwoman working with Batman in order to figure out who was the one that was killing everybody. Yeah. Um, spoilers, not going to go like super into it, but I feel like the how ha- like the Long Halloween is what this is really going to tie with. I, I think that's definitely got Long Halloween vibes. From what I've heard, it's like a Batman Year Two story. He's been Batman for a little while, but he's still pretty green around the gills. He's a baby. Yeah. Um, so I, I think a gritty detective-based Batman story will be fun. Uh, it'll be fun to watch. Um, I I've heard it's or the re- reviews are saying it's kind of intense. It's uh, suspenseful. So we'll see. Um, Who's playing Alfred in this one? Did we? Is it, he, is we, Andy, Andy Serkis. That's yeah, who I thought. Is. I was like, so uh, you know he's going to have a decent part in part of like what is going on in the setup for this movie. They're not going to have him in there just for like a schmidge bit of no. it. <laughs> yeah. It is going to be like a huge part of like who oh, yeah. Alfred is, who this movie is, is going to have that. And that's what I'm excited about. Highlighting something different with Batman other than the same stuff that we've been thrown at over and over and over again since Batnips. Well, I mean, yeah. the Wayne family since is Batnips. Yes, the Wayne family is as precious. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, just because you hate anything fun. No, I love Andy Circus. That's the only good thing probably coming out of this movie. Okay, let's move on <laughs> to something else because this is going to actually like yeah. I'm All right, a little you. you know so a we saucy there. <laughs> filming has wrapped up for Indiana Jones. Ah, that's how much I have respect for you now because of what you said about Batman. I don't care about rumor mill anymore. 
<laughs> so anyway, it's wrapped on uh, Indiana Jones yeah, 5. Yeah, Indiana Jones 5 filming is wrapped. Uh, release date for that is June 30th, 2023. Who cares? So, <laughs> maybe we'll see. I want to uh, see more aliens. We'll, we'll see Harrison Ford in a walker wheelchair this time. I'm, I'm not. Maybe. I'm not really sure. Is this how. the one that's going to have Chris Pratt in it? I think so. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know it was the, him, but I know it's going it to be a new actor in Calico upcoming to replace him. Huh? The, no, Mario, the uh, Mario movie? No, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pat, Pratt has been rumored to be taking, oh, really? having the torch passed to him for Indiana Jones. That's better than Shia LaBeouf. Oh, <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd <laughs> like that. They, Tom point. Holland's not uh, the physical presence that I would want as an Indiana Jones. Yeah, so. I would do illegal things for that man. So here's, there's that. Nice. Uh, nice, nice. We have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with anything he wants to play in. So we have a Dynamite set to publish Army of Darkness event comic for the 30th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have much to say about that? Do you know anything uh, about it? What, it? what they're putting in it? I haven't read this. No. I oh, cool. Well, I love Army of Darkness. <laughs> anything with Ash in it. Um, all I'm I know gay. is that it is going to be something that is going to be featured around Army of Darkness. And I, thanks to a certain someone, I will eat and sleep everything Bruce Campbell. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. I've never yeah. seen any of those movies. Really? You haven't seen Evil Dead? That is Army not a family-friendly movie, just to let you know. Well, I don't have a family, so I think I'm good. <laughs> I, mean, I have two dogs, but they don't watch TV. They're I mean, dogs too. do they they're or good do boys they not watch? Girl. No, they watch me or they're asleep. <laughs> That's kinda literally creepy. their two things. That's kind of creepy. are looking at me or they're dead asleep. So we also have uh, Rachel Weisz uh, to replace Daisy Ridley as Ray in a sequel, uh, Disney Plus sequel TV show that is going to take place 10 years after episode 9. Who? Rachel Weisz. Who's the actress? Yep. Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz, the lady that played in, in Black Widow and The Mummy. Yeah. Oh. Ten years? I know. Ten years? I know. That's pushing that's, it. That's what they said. Listen, Mommy I'm Rachel? not trying to age shame anybody, but <laughs> Rachel Weisz is not ten years I know. past Ray. Well, she she does really I well mean, for aging, but she's not baby Ray. I need to know. I need to know where this rumor came from and how legit it is because there's no oh, fucking no, no, way. No, it, it's it's confirmed. Could, all right, I'm going to do some research Christ. on that. I don't I don't believe that shit at all. I swear to God. That's why they call it rumor and not fact. <laughs> all right, fact so now we also have... Uh, I like being in the right, middle. So we all got Don Cheadle's next appearance is probably going to be Armor Wars, correct? All right. I assumed, yeah. Yeah, well, now it's actually confirmed his next appearance is going to be in Secret Invasion. Okay. So. I don't understand going all in on uh, uh, Don Cheadle, but I, I guess do. if they just need somebody in an Iron Man armor. Yeah. Hmm? I guess... Yeah, until we get Ironheart. Or maybe they're setting him up to be a uh, mentor to Riri Williams, and that only works if he has more experience and and, and has been in more MCU stuff because they're not going to get RDJ back to be the virtual mentor that he mentor to Riri Williams like he was in the comics. I doubt that they will bring RDJ back, even though I want him. And in the comics, he was the AI version of, like, for her. But with his role in the military and in the background and everything going on, I can see him, like, Don Cheadle taking up that mantle as RDJ for her and having a realistic version of that for Ironheart, which I'm excited for. Um, yeah, I'd watch anything with Don Cheadle in it, especially with his humor background. Like, it all I, I, I love Don Cheadle. Fun so. fact about me, I once... Met Don Cheadle and didn't know it until afterwards. So that is a fun how did you fact. not? Wow. Know I'm not going to tell that story because we got a podcast going on. But we'll, I'll tell it later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool, at some cool, point. cool, cool, so, cool. I will. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little too long story. to 
to fit into sure. all this. But yeah, I met I've him. said that before. Subscribe to his Patreon and he'll tell you. <laughs> so yeah, really good. That is pretty much all we have this week on Rumor Mill. Thank God. <laughs> Being so down I'm really, about Batman, really man. sad about you he not saying DC these rumors have been known. It's not in no. real world. No, I, I, I want to do this. I want to do this, and I want to. I want to do this, and I will take on any challengers. I challenge Blake. I think this Batman movie is going to be both great and the best Batman movie. No, Better no, than no, Christian no, Bale? No, 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 I have been positive about this, have I not? He has, like, up, I, up I, until I, the second I, he started talking so about no, it. No, I literally <laughs> say, like, I hope this is a great Batman. I want this to be a great Batman. But you Batman. think it's not going to be. No. It's okay, not, well, no, no, okay. it's not that. So you think no, it, but don't be misleading and manipulating the crowd, pumping it up to be more than what it is or allowing the, the it's like when us. That's like when I tell the ladies that I'm I'm rocking more than what I got. Yes. Right. Like, oh, uh, I got like, a full-size truck, and it's got a compact. Yeah, you got to measure in man-inches. <laughs> like, like, seriously, yeah. like, let us decide if yeah, it's great. It's more lady-inches than man-inches because, like, for what I do for a living, like, this isn't six to eight inches. Like, <laughs> so, like, man math and women math do not match. Let, let us decide. Listen, as great. a construction I, I, worker, this is six to eight inches. <laughs> no, like, there's there's difference. So, yeah. so this is fun. Yeah. So, it's who wants thing, to win some tickets to see the Batman? Uh, I, I hope you guys are fired up and ready in chat. We are doing Batman trivia. Uh, for everybody that is close enough to come to the Cape Girardeau Theater to watch Bat- the Batman with us Friday at 7 o'clock, uh, we are giving away three sets of tickets. Uh, you will win two tickets to watch the show with this whole group. Um, so come sit here's the very simple rules. I'm going to give you a question, uh, and the very first person to get the answer in chat correctly uh, wins. Um, Danny, can I say something before you do this? You can. For all you people that forget, we're not supposed to yell the answer out. Jared. Okay? I'm going to say it, I'm gonna say it again. We're not supposed to yell the answer out. That's for Jared's <laughs> reminder. Yes. I'm, not gonna, I'm not even paying attention right now. This is so, I'm worried about you two. Here we go. We're going to do – we will do a question after Rumor Mill, which is this one I'm doing now. One after Top 5 and one after – uh, our, our make mine marvel. So, uh, here's your first one. Which one? Which one of us? Yeah, first person to answer correctly. I don't have anything to. Well, you should have come prepared. <laughs> Still, he's better. You guys know you don't have to answer, right? Yeah, right, but right. we're, we're just, doing it. Well, let me just, just can answer it. Fra- let me just hold first. this up here. Thank you. So you okay. can't see it. That was a perfect okay. airplane. That was nice. That was yeah, glorious. That was All right, come on. Here's the first Women one. Women power. What? <laughs> what famous artist? Directed the first Batman movie in 1964 without DC's permission. <laughs> Never mind. Who can Google that the quickest? Yeah, no kidding. I thought this was going to be like something not that difficult. Like, really? Hey, guys, do homework before you can come to the movie with us. That sounds like fun. Uh, I can't even answer that. Ben, you're not allowed to fact check that answer. The only person either. that can answer this here is Danny. <laughs> yes, no. I do have the, the biggest Batman lover of all. Okay, so say the question again. It's in the chat. Uh, what famous artist directed the first Batman movie? George Carlin. No, in 1964 no. without DC's permission. <laughs> Why can't Taylor answer it? I can't answer it because I have the vid. COVID. Oh, boo. You can still answer it. Mike Casey, you spamming the chat is hilarious. Man, that sucks, Taylor. (laughs) Heather, I'm going to send you the answer. Yes, Victoria. Andy Warhol. Victoria Wasserman. 
One of our one of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Victoria. First to win tickets. Uh, there will be two more chances for you. Uh, like so stay tuned Adam's for after answer. top five. What's up? I like to patch Adam's answer. <laughs> I really did not know Andy Warhol. Like I thought that was a joke, and I was that's laughing. Really nope, that's legit. Thank you, Victoria. All right, carrying on. So, uh, you guys ready to uh, talk about some hero fails? Let's do yeah. this. Let's fucking do it. That's not for top five. Top five. You get it when top five happens. When never. I hate this so much. So today we are doing top five hero fails. Uh, this could be from any form of media. Uh, each one of us has made a list, and we'll be going, running it down. Uh, feel free to share your lists in the chat. Heather will be sharing what you guys say. Uh, and here we go. Uh, Brittany, go ahead and start with your number five. I was totally set up. Uh, <laughs> my number five is Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy. What about, what about it? it? <laughs> I don't, I mean, spoilers. No, no honestly, dude. it's just the heartbreak for like Spider-Man killing Gwen Stacy still crushes my soul to this day for the amount of love that's, I don't care if you claimed it, uh, that they had for one another. So are you talking about always... from the Amazing Spider-Man movie or? I'm, uh, uh, all the above, like from the comics So I would say from the comics, I thought so too, different. Ben. It's very different between the two. So let's talk about the comics first. So I'm in the comics, uh, Green Goblin, uh, not Hobgoblin or Demo Goblin or whatever version of Goblin. You're talking about Green Goblin. Gwen who, after Gwen. Yeah. Actually found out who Peter was, uh, kidnapped Gwen Stacy, told Peter he had her, took her to the Brooklyn Bridge, and then threw her off as Peter was showing up to save her. And when Peter shot his web down to try to catch Gwen. He just barely caught her ankle, and whenever he did... I thought it was more around her, the chest. Like, was, so you nope, had... Nope, 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 nope. Ankle. Caught her by the ankle. And her head popped a... No. Oh, okay. And whenever he stopped her from falling, <laughs> the whiplash snapped her neck and killed her. That's why I thought it was more from the waist area, not the ankle, because the ankle so, wouldn't have as much of the whiplash as is like so, around so the waist area. In the comics, it was the foot. He caught her by the foot and ankle, yeah. the and movie it broke her waist. neck. Yeah, uh, we're not uh, about to be and that was movie. probably one about of the, the movie specifically. It was sad, and probably one of the first times in comics history that a character was visibly killed, in and it was drawn, comics. and the snap in her neck was like the sound effect. The automatopoeia was actually drawn out. Ooh, this that was, was in like the seventies. Thirty dollar word, high five. And, and she's uh, switch hands. There you go. Sad Yay. times make me sad. That's what uh, she said. By the but way, anyway. switch hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so and she was only it was still the like teenage character. She was like 16. Yeah. Which makes it even worse. It's like Goblin was willing to kill a 16 year old girl to beat a 16 year old boy that he Goblin couldn't defeat in any other fucks. way. He's crazy. And then Peter accidentally killed her at 16 years old and has to live with that the rest of his life, that which was is formed. Like Part of like No Way Home, whenever you saw him, like I know I'm tip tiptoeing into whatever, yeah. but when Andrew Garfield like saved MJ, spoilers, like that still hurts my soul. Yeah. Like, let me start. So Blake, let me start this now. Uh, we're gonna spoil stuff, so if you don't want to have anything spoiled, don't Thank don't you. listen to this podcast. Well, yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, 
Yeah. What, why are you watching us? <laughs> if you turn into a uh, – and, yeah, and it's Mike Casey, so he's joking. But if you tune into a uh, nerd news uh, show – Still spoilers. Just don't listen get to them. News. Yeah. Uh, Blake, you're number five. So, so this isn't really superhero, but it's in the cinema, <laughs> in the cinema area. Cinnamon. 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 She, she's a nice lady. Uh, hmm. Aim for the bushes. Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock and the other guys, where they jump <laughs> off the top of the building. <laughs> and they look down. Yeah. They're like, aim for the bushes. What a and great And they just up. kill herself right off the bat, right yeah. at the very beginning of the movie. God, that was really fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you didn't see it coming. Well, <laughs> not at all. There was no leak like, or rumor no, about you, them <laughs> killing themselves off at the beginning of the movie. Immediately, you're like, Really? They, did they die? You're expecting like the next 10, 15 minutes, oh, they're going to pop back up. Yeah. Oh, shit, they really died. And I'm telling you, on the job site, one of these days I'm going to office pop while we're working. What are you going to office pop? A gun? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. A gun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just do it. Do it when we're in a we're new construction. Next to Jared and be like, I did an office pop. <laughs> you know, the liability portion of me is like, you can't fucking do that. The. <laughs> The everything else is like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if we do it like a 22, then it's not going to be that big of a hole. We can patch it. Like, that'd be fine. The smallest caliber I have is nine millimeters. Is that going to be all right? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. You know, you work. Jared, you're number five. So this has nothing to do with superheroes or anything. Um, I'm just so furious about this that I'm going to put it on anything that has the word fail. Uh, the Wheel of Time uh, TV series is a complete fail. Hell yeah. They That's were my, my heroes. Series. They were my heroes for making this, and they turned from heroes to villains from the failure of it. It is a complete waste of time. It if you amazing. have an Amazon account, just get rid of it because it's a trash company. <laughs> so That's my number five. Yeah, amazing. it does... The what they did with Wheel of Time makes me very concerned for Ring of Power. Uh, I was excited about a Wheel yeah. of Time series, and I was really excited about a Lord of the Rings series that talks about the expanded universe for Lord of the Rings and the earlier stories. Yeah, about... they're not connected though, right? Like, I mean, honestly, no, I they're give not. It all hell, but I've never yeah. watched Ring. Like, I have zero idea about Wheel of Time. So, yeah. the big beef with Wheel of Time is both storyline and visually they've changed they changed and altered a lot of stuff so what danny's saying is is if they're creating a tv show in the world of tolkien what artistic things are they going to go oh we're going to change this and is it going to be good or is it going to be you know are they going to stick with the the main genre of what they've seen already on cinema or are they going to try to go their own way so and it could be good like that's not necessarily a bad thing when people do that but in those cases it's bad so yeah all right heather hit us with ben and chat um, Ben's is Dr. Sam Loomis. Oh, yeah. Oh. Halloween, like, come on. Six movies later and the dude's still out there Halloween tormenting his family. <laughs> Maybe it's time to put in a referral to a new doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Loomis, yes. Mike Casey, I did read all the books. He did. Uh, Danny and I are currently both listening to the books Nerds. again. Danny's a lot farther ahead than I am. Yeah, I'm doing like a book a week. It's been It's been great. I'm on the 10th one right now. I have never read any of them. Yeah, you're missing out. Especially, I'm almost to book. I'm almost to book eleven, and then twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. The Brandon yeah. Sanderson books. I'm so fucking pumped to get to the yeah. last three. I so. watched the extended version of the movies, and that's about as far. as Lord I of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Wheel of Time. Oh, see, I have zero idea. What's going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've strayed a little outside of your nerd. Yes. Uh, anyway, right. Heather. Uh, Taylor Burton's is the Amazing Spider-Man Two, not Saving Gwen. <laughs> Blake, it's okay. It's one thing. <laughs> Joseph's number five is 
Hyung Jin. Qui Gon Jin. Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> Dying to Darth Maul. Yep. Um, Mike Casey. Remember when the Avengers got misty eyed at the end of Infinity War? Ha. <laughs> I kept getting kicked out. And cool. Uh, my number five is Kratos killing his entire family in God of War One. Uh, you start oh, the shit. yeah, you start I the game out. You're like, him. oh, cool, I'm playing this really cool character, and then he murders his wife and daughter, and then Jeez. his ashes or their ashes are put on his body um, as a uh, to remind him of the awful thing that he's done. Why did he kill them? Greeks he was man. tricked by Ares into killing them to make him the perfect soldier. They, he considered his family to be his only weakness, so he sent him to a town to kill everyone in the town. And then he, without telling Kratos, put Kratos' wife and daughter in a temple. And so when Kratos was in the middle of a blood rage killing everyone in this town, he killed his wife and daughter. Oh, shit. Yeah. That happens, and, yeah. And that's that's the whole <laughs> plot of God of War. That's why he turns on the gods. Hey, oh, wow. Huh. Jared, will you read Mel's number five? <laughs> Anytime Bruce Wayne trusted his penis. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they're never both laughing about that one. Yes. <laughs> Brittany, you're number four. My number four. I lost my track of thought after that one. Um, my number four was okay. So this one is a bit of a spoiler. Heads up, it oh is actually God. with the current version of the Amazing Spider-Man that's being redone for the 60th anniversary. Um, so spoilers, pause. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so from the comic art and what we've seen about it so far is that Peter Parker is sitting in the middle of a destroyed city and it looks like because of his tech, he's destroyed and murdered thousands upon thousands of people. And even Aunt May has turned her back on Peter Parker and like Fantastic Four, Aunt May, everybody is just like, you know what? Peace out, Peter. You do your own thing. We are no longer supporting you. Time to call Mephisto. You don't know a fun fact about Aunt May? In the 70s, uh, Marvel actually made a small run uh, comic series about Aunt May and Uncle Ben and their sex life. Um, they were trying to it. produce a lot more uh, content and stuff, and really? it was very not well received. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. So, yeah. So, if you're looking for Blake, you're number stuff, four. Not a big hero fail moment, but it's still a, a definitely a fail moment. And Thor Ragnarok, when Thor goes to throw the, throw the ball to break the window to bust out. And save like, and them take off and get off the planet. It bounces back, does not break the window, and pops them in the head. Yeah, that was a great, funny moment. It's uh, I laugh so hard, and I still do every time I see it. It's shit like that in those movies that really highlights Taika Waititi's uh, uh, comedic prowess. Yeah, it's another man I, I would do illegal things for. I totally thought that the movie was going to have a different tone when I watched it the first time. First time, so much so that I actually. Uh, did not think it was funny at all. And I had to watch it a second time. And when I watched it a second time, I had a more open mind about it. It was funny as hell. So it was kind of crazy because I was completely against every time they did something. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> well, after time, like, oh, Thor 2, that's, that's a fair opinion yeah. to have. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Jared, your number four. My number four is uh, the Empire failing to stop the Rebels twice from, <laughs> from destroying uh, their giant death machine. Listen, if you look at Star Wars canon, the Death Star is pretty freaking OP, and they should have never have done what they did. Like, like that was like one in a million, just like Han said to, to Luke uh, at the end of A New Hope. But, uh, yeah. Twice? Yeah. Twice? Just... 
That's on I, you. That's not on anybody else. That's not anybody else doing well. If you twice, yeah, it's you got to start looking at yourself like that. Like maybe, maybe stop putting on your resume. I build really big ships that don't blow up. You know, like cause yeah, that's the exact opposite. So uh, also, uh, I think Robot Chicken has panned this probably the best out of everybody. Uh, how silly it is that it was just like one exhaust port that you could just shoot something into that would blow up the Death Star. Yeah. Like, uh, Rogue One was a great tie-in to say this is why that was. Yeah. But it's still a really long, sh- you know, like, that's a crazy thing. Like, uh, <laughs> what a dumb. <laughs> the second time, though, the second time, though, was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so. I totally agree. Uh, Shouldn't have happened. Dude, how did you take over an entire fucking galaxy if your plans all hinge on right. some giant doom machine and also, like, I don't want to shit – well, I do want to shit on the new trilogy, but, like, who who makes a fleet of a thousand fucking Star Destroyers and then they have to have a special satellite to even be able to launch off of a planet? Like, who doesn't have just controlled steering to just, right. like, go out of the atmosphere? Like, you can do it with the Millennium Falcon, but you can't take a Star Destroyer out of the fucking atmosphere? Clearly, like, you fuck? have you Mr. have no Beast. idea about the flight patterns of very large ships going from atmosphere into outer space. Yeah, so. <laughs> or just a convenient plot point that makes no fucking sense. Batman. Oh, kind of like the Death Stars. Twice. Anyway. That's true. Uh, Heather, you want to get us a chat? I don't know how I feel about this. I have a number five from Billy. The Zero Dawn Project trying to save humanity from the Horizon video Yeah, that went really poorly. Uh, Giant robots. I don't have a PlayStation. I don't really (laughs) keep your game, so I have no idea. Uh, Taylor Burton's number four, Infinity War, just possibly, maybe, perhaps, should have went for the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Rip. Mike Casey's number four, alternate endings to a word Oc- I don't know. Ocarina Legend of Zelda, of Ocarina, Ocarina of, Zelda. of Time. Okay. Link dying, leading to some future branched storylines. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of that. Ben, I'm with you and with him. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, we've got Thor not killing Thanos before the snap in yep. there again. That's a... Uh, yeah, Neo in the Matrix, just some slightly more intelligent Roombas. <laughs> Figure out... Figure it out, man. You're like God. Yeah, Ben, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you've watched the newer Matrix, it's like that's I, I get, that's the only power Neo has left <laughs> for an entire fucking two hour movie. I mean, he's old. I still haven't seen that yet. Are you serious? It's not that good. Yeah, oh, it's, it's 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 struggles. Yeah, they Jenny, what's your it number on four? the fact that it had no theatrical release. <laughs> My number four is Wolverine kills the X Men in you, Old Wolverine? Man Logan. No. Huh? Nothing. Anyway, okay. Wolverine is uh, so Wolverine uh, is defending the X Mansion. He's uh, killing villains left and right uh, just to protect his family. Uh, and then uh, whenever he kills Bullseye, Bullseye's like, "You were our friend." And then M- Mysterio drops the illusion, and Wolverine's been running around the an- X Mansion. Murdering the X-Men. Yeah. Thought he was killing villains. Jeez. Um, and it's the thing that traumatized him to the point where he stopped being Wolverine, moved into the country, got married, settled down, had a couple of kids, uh, you know, created this whole post-apocalyptic universe where villains were running the world, uh, kind of like the world we live in today. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, you know, gives us the old man Logan storyline. Sure. But that moment was so just you, – you just – it was well done, and you can kind of feel the pain that he was feeling for killing his his family. Well, yeah, 
Brittany, your number three. My number three is John Constantine in Newcastle. So with that one, that is where they are going all together. Spoilers if you have zero idea on like John Constantine. Um, but when he was younger, he really thought he was really into, like, I mean, he had an affinity for magic, but instead of doing it properly and guided, he thought he was hot shit and went in with other, uh, magicians and decided to summon a demon to get another demon out. And in turn, uh, ended up <laughs> basically sh- making a girl go to hell for life. So Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it's not a it's not a happy ever ending uh, story. John Constantine, that's part of the reason he is the drunk that he is, is because of that. And he has to live mm. with that yearly and daily in every minute of his life. Um, but it's a pretty big fuck up. Nice. <laughs> Blake, you're number three. <laughs> so uh, I'm hating the yeah. chat right this second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, my number three is uh, Professor X when he goes in with Jean Grey in X3. Um, th- thinks he can, you know, combine and, and suppress, you know, her again, and, and maybe get her back under control. He fails at that. She ends up turning him to, you know, obliteration. I was yeah. saying this. Professor S was kind of a dick. Like, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the Illuminati as a whole, because they were so smart, thought that they knew the best for everybody, and they ended up fucking stuff up more often than they ever solved anything. Like, bunch of stupid old yeah and she atomizes him. Never. Like she just breaks him down to his cellular level uh yeah. with the phoenix force good uh, take that scarlet and, and then he comes uh, back <laughs> you're not bitter at all are you no <laughs> not even a little jared you're number three i mean i would i'll lay credence to this phoenix forks would take uh scarlet witch any day of the week that's thank you um, those, obviously, everybody disagrees with those you. two power levels. Are just not even. They well, are those the peop- same. Those people are stupid. Then uh, my number three so is uh, Frodo Baggins uh, failing to destroy the One Ring at the very end. Uh, listen, this guy didn't even carry the ring the whole time. Mm-mm. Sam took him on his back, and then at the very end, Frodo said, "Yeah, I'm good," and uh, would have basically destroyed the whole world if it hadn't been for Smeagol biting his ring off his uh, fingers. So yeah. Uh, happen chance of a weird golem-like creature biting your uh, finger off is the only reason the world got saved. Sam is the true hero of that trilogy. Oh my god! Yeah, that is very true. Uh, it's it's it always depends on whether you're talking about the book version or the movie version. Movie movie Frodo was a little bitch. Uh, a little. Yeah, movie I'd Frodo's a little bitch. Uh, book Frodo is a total badass. He's the most badass character in the series. Yeah, that is true. He's he's never. He's never confused by what Gollum's doing. He knows his plan from the yeah. beginning. He knows exactly what Gollum's trying to do. He never gets outsmarted. He literally has one of the highest body counts against orcs out of all of the heroes in the in the book. The only reason they didn't make Frodo the character he is in the movies from the books is because Aragorn wouldn't have been as cool if Ooh. you just had two Aragorns. Aragorn was slightly Aragorn more sleazier Aragorn. in the in the books yeah. than he was in the movies. But, uh, okay, cool. Uh, Heather, hit us with the chat. Let's see. We got Malnourished number four was Wonder Woman leaving Themyscira. Themyscira. Okay, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's number four was John Wick can handle any situation, but can't keep his dog safe. Oof. Yeah. Mike. That was a low blow. (laughs) Low blow. Mike Casey's number three is Simon Ice King losing Betty to Glob. I cried. Yeah. Same, bro. Same. Where's that one from? What a uh, uh, Adventure Time. 
Oh, I haven't watched. Oh, Oberlin, Oberlin, that Oberlin Martell getting defeated by the mountain at the very end, both in the books and in the in the show, was like you you got to see a lot of other ominous things happen. Like Red Wedding, there was a build, there was kind of a build up to like this isn't right, but like everybody that watched that didn't know previously was like hell yeah, one for the good guys. Like this is fantastic. Ugh, I'm still mad about that. Yeah, that's Ben's <laughs> number three. Uh, Oberlin losing to the mountain. Uh, yeah. Joseph's was Han Solo dying to his son. Aw. Aw. Han Solo, or <laughs> Harrison Ford did not want to be in three movies. He didn't I'm want pretty to be sure, in two movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like, I'll do it, but you got to kill me off. So. <laughs> he wanted Han killed off after New Hope. Yeah, he wanted it to be dead after the second one. He was like, deuces, I'm out. <laughs> Billy's number three is the Flash trying to save his mother and causes the whole Flashpoint storyline. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yes. If we could just never have gotten New 52, that'd be fine. Um, Malnourish like number three is Anytime Gambit trusted his penis. <laughs> There's a lot of trust <laughs> issues with penises. Taylor Burton's number three is semi-spoilers. Seven, they got the guy at the end of the movie, but what was in the box at the end of the movie is a real tragedy and a fail. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not that big of a fan of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Any... I would also like to add, this is on my list, but I just thought of this because of the movie, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's version of Avatar The Last Airbender is Oof. one of the most disappointing things I've oh, ever fun. seen. Why'd you yeah. have to bring that up? I just wanted people to be sad. <laughs> All right, my number three, uh, the incest space baby from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Here's just uh, went a completely different level than so all. So spoilers, if you're not familiar with this story, uh, Morty has sex with a horse sex machine and then <laughs> creates a race of living horsemen who then in order to defeat them uh they use one of his sister's eggs and accidentally inseminate it with morty's semen and create a giant baby that they then launch into space uh to get rid of it so that's uh you know Danny, let me let me ask you a question if instead of horses it was a seahorse man would it be called semen that <laughs> uh, seems like a real step to leave the horse out of that. Uh, you know, I have fanfic, man. Somebody, somebody, draw that out. Please don't. Okay, Brittany, you're number two. My I number two it. is actually Flashpoint, um, especially with the animated movie for the Flashpoint. Shit got real dark real quick, especially between Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah, they were trying um, to kill each other. They didn't try. Like she straight up killed. Uh, yeah, like there was a lot, there was a lot going down in that movie, and mm -hmm. all because he wanted to like save his mom. A lot of people died, and Reverse Flash ended up being like somewhat of a good guy in that movie. <laughs> and you know, shit goes dark whenever Reverse Flash is somewhat of a good guy in that movie. It, anything that gave us the Thomas Wayne version of Batman, totally worth it. I would love to see Thomas know. Wayne in a. Uh, maybe in like a limited series or some sort of setup because what a interesting uh, alternate version of, of uh, Batman. It'd be really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like that version of the female joke, like Martha Wayne being Joker and all that, but like that movie just... I'm hoping we get that Batman in the Flash movie. That'd be cool. I don't know if we'll get that Joker, though. And I don't know about that Flash movie, but that's a second like story for another day. Blake, what you got for two? My number two is a collaboration of hero films. Oh, okay. It's a Avengers: Infinity War, oh. where uh, they all, you know, collectively failed to uh, stop the snap from Thanos. So, the Doctor Strange, yep. one. Oh, 
That's how you know he's a I dad. He literally quieted the entire room yeah. just by sticking his finger. I was literally like, oh, shut up. Like, yeah. you got something to say. Shit's going down deep. <laughs> Tell which, which of us went to Catholic school. Just, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck me. That was nice. Jared, you're number two. Uh, my, my number two <laughs> is stumbling over there. the entirety of Indiana Jones uh, partaking in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, he literally had no effect on what happened, other than at the very end he got to take the ark home. Like the the Germans or the Nazis were gonna find the medallion if he never did anything and basically find it all and do exactly the same thing. So yeah, it's pretty. So pretty... you liked the aliens, is what I'm hearing, huh? So you liked the aliens, aliens, the fourth one, the crystal, crystal skull. skull, no, about aliens coming to Earth. No, I'm talking about the first one. I know. Yeah. Oh. Yes, no, the, absolutely. The first one sucks ass. Uh, I like Raiders of the Lost Ark, but the story, the plot line's pretty stupid. He's really ineffective from beginning to end. Uh, yeah. Makes no change. They still open the Ark of the Covenant. Still do all the same Everything things, yeah. still happens that would have happened anyway. Uh, Heather, hit us with chat. Right. Billy's number two is the Illuminati banished the Hulk from Earth and caused World War Hulk. F you, Billy. Yeah. F you. <laughs> that was mine. Malnourished number two is Warren Worthington, thinking money could change who he really is. Archangel. That's true. Taylor Burton's number two, A New Hope. Alderaan getting blown to bits. Just couldn't destroy the Death Star before then, huh? <laughs> Luke Ben's, wasn't ready. Ben's number two is The Mist. Just a couple more minutes. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're not familiar with that. Tom Swilling. Uh, Huh? No, that's the fog. Isn't it? No, Heather. it's Thomas Jane. That's Thomas Jane. That's right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, he, that is uh, so bad. The oh. mist is about a, a parasitic yourself, mist that is killing people. And no. uh, Thomas Jane doesn't think they're going to make it. And they're hearing a noise. And he thinks they're all going to die. So he kills everyone. And then the noise and everything he was hearing was the military clearing the parasitic mist. And uh, he killed everyone for no reason. <laughs> I drove you. through Cape to go to Tennessee in November, and it straight up looked like that movie. It was absolutely terrifying. I almost refused to come back this way. <laughs> Heather. Uh, Mike Casey's number two is Jurassic Park 3. This is the whole movie? Just the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a completely unnecessary movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, my so number bad. two. Um, Howen. In uh, <laughs> Army of Darkness, when Ash forgets the incantation he needs to put all the evil back into the Necronomicon. Spoilers. He's, he's like... <laughs> At this point? Klaatu, Barada. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they defeat the Army of Darkness, and he goes back to present time, and, uh, you know, turns out the Deadites are still there. And um, if you know the canon of the uh, Evil Dead series, that is how the Deadites spread throughout the, the multiverse of Evil Dead. Uh, it's because Ash didn't put them back in the Necronomicon when he had the chance. Uh, but huge fail for him. Uh, win for all of us, though. We get more uh, more Army of Darkness. If I was going to go with any of those movies, I would mention The Tree. Yeah, the the tree raping the girl. I wasn't going to go that detailed, but yeah, he that did. happens. <laughs> that happens. Listen, it uh, happened. Put it on I'm the rugs, fully aware that it, it did. So. Rich, you're number tree. one. Oh. What did you call me? Rich. Rich. Oh. My brain was It did sound like Britch. I, I get what you I, thought you heard. Shelton, number one. Thank you. Shelton sounded awful lot like you were saying bitch too. Like it was, it was a different word, but it sounded like you were. It was a, That's crazy. It's the same thing when I say Jared. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, my number one is Superman in Injustice. Like he failed on every fucking level with that. Like between still like saving Lois Lane to going fully like Coco for Cocoa Puffs and like his whole dictator and an emphasis on dick with that with all of the whole like that universe and having to bring people in from the other universe injustice superman failed on every single freaking level for that entire series yeah uh i i would say that the entire plot of injustice is superman failing uh when he gives up on his own morality and his uh Basically, I mean, it's the, the hard big not switch. to after you kill, like, your unborn child and your wife because Joker's, like, fear toxin from Scarecrow, but, like... Mm. So the big switch is that Superman is a pacifist. He will literally do everything in his power not to have to fight somebody. That is his last resource. Um, and the big switch for Injustice is he changes his mentality from pacifism to dominating everyone <laughs> and, and being violent. Yeah. Putinism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, injustice is great. Blake, you're number one. My number one, which has been mentioned quite a few times now. Yeah, is, a couple uh, times. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Gwen Stacy. Oh, my God. Snap at the back. That's a really good one. Yep. Yeah. Never heard of it. So in, nope. in Amazing Spider-Man, other uh, opposite for – or not opposite, but different from when it happened in the comics, sure. he try, he catches her around the waist. Right. Breaks her back in half, and she smashes her head off of the ground. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, it, it's very... <laughs> we explained this already, right? No, like, no, totally different. Well, totally different. Like, I, I knew, it ha- even though I haven't read read them in detail, like, Pretty I knew sure that happened in the comics when that movie first came out. But when that movie first came out, and that happened, you're like, shit, he saved her, right? He's like, fuck, he didn't. Yeah, you know like, he didn't save yeah, her. That, like, it's brutal. You just <laughs> didn't expect it to go that dark in the movies, because you're not used to seeing... Honestly, I mean, you're not used to seeing something that dark and, and a failure in a movie at the time. In a time. live action, no. Right. Yeah. Jared, you're number one. So my number one was also said, uh, I'll go a little bit more in depth into it, though, but uh, the Illuminati sending uh, the Hulk away in uh, world, the World War Hulk storyline, basically one of the dumbest things that ever was because uh, not only – did they send him away, but the ship that he was on that crash-landed inadvertently blew up, killing everyone that he came to love and be peaceful with, which then in turn caused him to come back to Earth and basically curb-stomp the shit out of everybody. Yes. Like, destroyed them all. So, yeah, one of the not one of the finer moments of the Illuminati, that's for sure. Billy yeah. just gave me and who PTSD. Did, who didn't see that pissing Hulk off would be a world-destruction-level event? Yeah. Like... He's already got rage issues, and his power is based on his anger. Yeah. And you're like, oh, let's just send him to another planet and blow him up. That'll work. Yeah. Man, yeah. you know. Terrible happens. idea. Heather, hit us with chat. Mike Casey's number one is the binding of Isaac and every known ending of the game, over 30. Isaac dies in each one in the same way. Metaphors that fate is set in stone regardless of how you try to change it. Yeah. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Joseph's number one is Rocco dying in the Boondock Saints. Rip. <laughs> Taylor Burton's number one is Obi-Wan essentially failing Anakin. There's also a lot of exterior forces making Anakin question everything as well, but I feel Qui-Gon wouldn't have let it happen. Yeah, you know, I would almost put more of that shit on Qui-Gon than Obi-Wan because Qui-Gon Jinn was the one that said, hey, let's train this boy, and then did it. I was basically doing it against the witches of the council. Yeah. And then because he died, the council was like, 
I guess you can trade him now because we're going to respect his last wishes. Like, okay, guys. Like, if you listen, he should have just put the lightsaber next to Anakin's head, pressed the button, the world saved. You didn't have to go that far. He <laughs> could have just been left as a slave. One, li- one, li- one life to say trillions, man. The thing now we I. Know where he stands. The thing about Star Wars, and it's all of them, the all nine movies, is how incredibly ineffective both sides are in doing what they claim they do. Yeah. Uh, the Jedi have no control for a, a group of like wizened masters who are supposed to be perfectly in control of themselves. Nobody has any control. They just do whatever the fuck they want all the time. Yeah. It's like there's no rules for them. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you know, the the Empire is like a fucking joke. Like, the stormtroopers couldn't hit anything to save their lives. The well, the well, ships are easily when destroyed. And... When you only have two Sith Lords, that's like having two managers in a really big store and expecting everybody to do their jobs right. Yeah. You know, like... To be fair, by the time Luke became part of the picture, there was no guidance other than, like, later on you hear about the books. Other than dead people, literally, it's like signs. Dead people are giving him advice. How, how much are you going to listen to the dead people? There's They're dead too. for a reason. Yeah, depends on what they're saying. If they start telling me stock tips, I may listen to them. I I really liked it better when the Harry <laughs> Potter series stole the Force Ghosts and made them uh, paintings instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a cool. Yeah. Anyway, Heather, what else we got in there? <laughs> Ben's number one is Wally West, Heroes in Crisis. Also, yeah. Batman panels of him breaking down and crying about all the times he's failed. I just love that run of comics. <laughs> <laughs> Mal's number That's one great. is Batman thinking nipples on body armor works. Yeah. What a weird. <laughs> you know, we didn't even have to talk about that. We all know that was a miss. That was a huge miss. So. I approve of that. Uh, and my number one. Uh, so many close ups. I think probably the biggest uh, hero fail uh, in the MCU for sure is Peter Quill losing his shit no. and attacking Thanos whenever they almost have the Infinity Gauntlet off of Ew. his hand. Uh, it's I, I understand that it kind of had to happen for the rest of the story that they wrote to, to happen, but it's so shit. It's so nonsensical. It's so, like, Quill just, like, gets angry. He's like, let's fuck up the whole plan. It's like, why? It makes it very poetic when Gamora punches him and is just like, get away from me, stranger danger, whenever he does here. He's right in the balls. Yeah. I deserve that. But anyway, so uh, thank you guys for sharing your top fives in the chat. What are we doing for next week, guys? What about top five, like out of comics, shows, movies, whatever, top five uh, favorite lines said by a character? Moon Knight villains in uh, preparation for Moon Knight. She's right. That's still three weeks away. Does Moon Knight have that many villains that we're going to be having 20 plus? Do we have 20 plus Moon Knight villains? Probably not. Let's do top five. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Let's do we can top talk five about one-liners. that. Yeah, top five one-liners. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Like your, your top five All right, next one-liners. week we'll be doing top five one-liners. Thank you for uh, for hanging out with us for top five. Let's do the. Segment of talking about Moon Knight. He doesn't have that many villains. We'll workshop it. That was we'll like workshop Sonic. It a touch. Is there a uh, villain? I don't think there's, there's that many Egyptian Moon Knight villains, villains so maybe. I, I want to do the Moon Knight thing less than I wanted to do the Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Not because it was a bad idea, but because there's not enough characters to choose there's from. There's a lot of Sonic. It was just eh, not enough. For, I, it was different things. Listen, and I'm not I, saying anything. I'll say it. I wasn't. I didn't want to delve that far into Sonic because I didn't want to know more characters than I already knew because I didn't want it that in my brain. 
All right, so who's ready to win some movie tickets? So there we go. Here comes our second round of bat trivia. You guys, you guys try it on this one. Sure. I didn't care after the last question. That's that was a ridiculous. Thing. Sorry that I did too good of a job. Yes, on you did. The bat trivia. Do more mediocre, Ooh. boss. All right. Who <laughs> can Google this the quickest? Well, you know. Uh, obviously, Victoria, since you've already won, you can't win another set of tickets. Don't uh, don't listen. If you're the yeah, best, no, be you're the best getting, all no. the time. <laughs> if you're you good at something, set. you never do it for free. That's my set. quote. That's, that's my that's number rule. one quote. One set. Uh, anyway, all right, here comes your question. In Detective <laughs> Comics, who was Batman's first love interest? Detective mm-hmm. Comics? Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. I could be wrong, but one of these. I, I'm have a different. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me. Cool. So, um, nope. Selena Kyle has been submitted as an answer. Incorrect. Mm-mm. Um, nice. I think I know I the answer. I can't think of her name, but she was in the. Um... Don't don't. Uh, anyway, moving on. So we are we gonna wait on this? No, or... I'll just I'm gonna send it over to Heather so she can keep an eye on the right okay. answer. Was Catwoman uh, the hottest though? Ben was she? <laughs> this, this is a janky ass studio. <laughs> keep stuff anything. keeps. I'm being nice. I'm being nice. I'm being nice. He is a lover. Vicky Vale has been submitted. Still no. no. Um. <laughs> Billy, you you crazy oh. today. I'm not going to say it. I think I know the answer. That's why I was curious. All right. Well, let's continue on with the show like, like normal. Gordon. Barbara oh, Gordon. God. Still no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. That only counts the in the one movie. That's so nice. Danny, Danny, does, does one of the initials start with a... No. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> then I'm wrong, too. All right. Let's continue on with the podcast. This is, this is great. Uh... You know, you know what's crazy is since Batman is a is a DC character, I know Blake doesn't actually like these questions because he would have preferred us asking questions about what what genre or which uh, comics would you prefer? I say screw Matt Reeves. I have to make mine Marvel. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Gotta keep this fucking train going. Guys. We couldn't Jesus. do it without you, Jaron. I know, so I'm back. All right, this week we'll make mine Marvel. Uh, we're still in Immortal Hulk. We're going through issues through 30 through 33. We got Doc Samson and uh, I guess you want to call her Hulk Betty uh, are fighting those monsters that we talked about. It's Red was... She-Hulk. There we go. <laughs> it's it's a collaboration of a lot of things. I don't even feel comfortable with or calling the her harpy. Hulk. Yeah, like some butterfly vulture. Anyways. So uh, the monsters we talked about that was released to draw the Hulk out, uh, they, they approached them. They're fighting these monsters that are unleashed. Because uh, the Hulk got digested by one. Uh, so they they come in, trying to fight. They don't know which one digested the Hulk. Well, after they take this one big one down, they notice things twitching. Lo and behold, surprise, surprise, here comes the Hulk ripping out of the center of the stomach, busting out. Hulk is fucking pissed. He's like... Yeah, he'll do that. Yeah, he's like, I don't know who did this to me. I'm over here thinking like the guy who swallowed you that you just ripped out of. But that's what the comics are saying. So uh, we get reporter, reporters seeing the Hulk bust out, and immediately they just start accusing the Hulk from having all these monsters come and attack. They're saying that the, the Hulk uh, set up this whole 
wait, wait, scheme. Hold, hold on a second. Are you saying that that reporters run up to the Hulk and start accusing him of things? No, like... they they see him bust <laughs> out of the body of that monster. Yeah, how close are they to him? Well, honestly, you see them in the same. <laughs> You see them in what the same view. Dumb way too close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, way yeah. too close. You got, you got helicopters flying above. I mean, you got some that are like, you see them talking right here, and then here it is over hey, here in the Hey, you see that guy that shot that dude? Let's run over and tell him to stop. Right? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, maybe... That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. In the Marvel Universe, where Never. superheroes and supervillains are a common thing, maybe paparazzi are a lot more bold. Yeah, but the whole You would have sorry. to be I'm for sorry. that payday. I'm sorry, Blake. That yeah. just... No, no. No, you're fine. Uh, so we got this uh, big white Yeti-looking monster called Zemnu shows up. Yeah. Do you oh. know who Zemnu is? It's from your childhood. Don't you remember? He's the original Hulk. Don't you remember? It's from your childhood. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I've I read it. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> so only you would get that. So, like, uh, Zemnu sh- shows up claiming to save the day. Keeps asking everyone, do you not remember me? I'm from your childhood. Uh, you know, it's just playing victim. And the Hulk's over here like, what, what's going on? Something's not right. I mean, I don't remember you. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's still bothering the Hulk. And he's like, Hulk is Hulk. You're, you're nobody. Well, at the Ouch. meantime, like, you have all these reporters who are filming the Zimnu creature. And everybody that's seeing him in person and on film are like, oh, my God, I, I do know him. I do know him from a child. He was an, uh, he was an Avenger and I had toys of him and all this What's stuff. What's happening? Right. None of that's true. Sure. So any of this, come to find out, uh, <laughs> it, the Hulk starts tearing him apart and then vanishes. Uh, McGowan then transports the Hulk back. Uh, then we find out that Zimnu is working for the Minotaur. He requests to, <laughs> he requests to eat, saying that he's hungry. <laughs> I yeah. guess that's the way he talks. And... Uh, out of nowhere, the Minotaur literally offers up his number one assassin to eat because he doesn't want to make nobody else disappear. <laughs> and so the assassin's like, what the hell? I'm your number one guy. He's like, yeah, you're replaceable. Go ahead and eat him. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So uh, Zimnu has now even rewritten Banner's memories. Hulk is trying to unleash uh, why Banner is back in his form. Uh, and actually, it's Robert Banner is uh, the version he's in now. But uh, there's like a the whole realm in the Hulk's mind where all these Hulks are, different versions of the Hulk are, and there's this banner as a kid holding this Zimnu tool, toy and watching TV, and it has actually gotten to Banner's mind, which is preventing from the Hulk to come out. Uh, so all, out of nowhere, it shows all the Hulks in this realm. Uh, they're arguing. They're trying to figure out what's going on, what's going on with Banner. They bash the TV. Did it, you get to see the the Demon Hulk yet? Oh, or the Devil Hulk? Yep, that's what we're getting to. So uh, out of nowhere... Uh, there's this Hulk that comes up, and it's Blake, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. We got the right Mike. answer in the chat. Shut up. <laughs> yes, Mike, it is Julie Madison. <laughs> now, I would love for you to tell me how you're going to claim your two tickets to... <laughs> Wait, does Mike not live close? <laughs> no, he lives in he lives in uh, Columbia, Missouri. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. So sorry back about this that, week Blake. to make mine Marvel. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike, if you're not going to claim your tickets, let us know so uh, somebody else can copy your answer. So finally, we have all these Hulks going back and forth, just back and forth, uh, battling, trying to get the, the kid Banner out of this. Uh, they end up busting loose, and out of nowhere, the Hulk just bursts out of Banner's body. I'm talking about the most nastiest, grotesque one out of this whole series. His arm comes up through his Banner's mouth, tears his head off. You got chunks of Banner just laying on the ground, when normally you just don't see chunks or Banner anywhere. Uh, everybody's kind of freaking out. 
they're wondering, like, is this right? Is this normal? Is Banner ever coming back? Uh, they talk about how this ha- has happened in the past, but you literally have Doc Sampson holding Banner's head in his hand while the Hulk is standing next to him. Uh, so then they all transport to Roxxon Plaza because the Hulk's like, listen, we got to get rid of this. This It's Roxxon. We have to get rid of them. This, this is it. Are you with me or not? So the whole team, Doc Sampson, Betty, Hulk, all of them, they go there. Uh, <laughs> the Minotaur calls for security, but Zimu has eating all of his security and transformed them That's into bad. red glowing eyes. Then, out of nowhere, Zimu starts eating the Minotaur, the the president of Ruxon. Yeah, the Dari one that, Yeah, the one that's doing all this stuff. Uh, so he thinks he's finally getting uh, in Hulk's mind, and then Rick Jones shows up. Rick Jones, uh, he thinks he's going to help him. Says, but, I'm Rick Jones, bitch! Yep, Damn it! <laughs> but doesn't. He looks a little deeper, and out of nowhere, the demon Hulk emerges. Uh, he's got spikes coming out of his arms. I mean, he's probably one of the most badass, biggest-looking Hulks. Uh, claims to be the strongest. Uh, and he literally tells him, this is not your planet. This is planet Hulk. Hulk thanks Rick for his help uh, after destroying him. And he calls him a good friend. As the Hulk walks away, we have Rick, apparently, that's got some other plans for the Hulk. Uh, you kind of see this look on his face. And in in uh, he says something about, if you know, if he only knew the plans that I have for him. But the Minotaur and Zimu was getting in the way, so he... Got them out of the way, absolute, and uh, has other plans for them. That's to be continued this week on Make Mine Marvel. Yeah, that's what I want. Welcome back. All right. What so, a, what a weird storyline that is. Like, it just gets weirder and weirder. Yes, and better and better. It's so yeah. fun. You can't look away. Like, I mean, the visuals on that is are very, very great. So, I mean, yeah. if you have an interest, definitely. Uh, and just the Minotaur constantly just randomly squeezing and collapsing people's heads. Yeah, up until it, you know, until he he's dead. Yeah, he's like a real corporate uh, CEO. You know? Yeah, honestly, like, yeah. it's a common More thing. Hands on physically. Uh, damn it. So, uh, Mike Casey announced uh, the winner. Yep, Mike Casey uh, won the second set of tickets. He's trying to give them away in the chat to to. Uh, uh, that's on him. He can he can do that however he wants. Uh, <clears throat> all right, for our viewers that are in the chat and uh, everyone else, when you come up, I'm gonna go ahead and put the last trivia question in the chat. Uh, hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. Um, okay, last trivia question. Um, who was introduced as Batman's first ever foe in Batman number one, April 1940? Barbara Bush. Can I see the answer? Done. I, I thought you were going to write it down. All right. Say the question again. Listen. Listen, Danny, we can't be waiting... We can't be waiting around all day for people to be answering this question because <laughs> I don't know about you. We're not... But I'm not. I'm amazing. not nearly done. Are you done? Uh, well, no, I'm definitely not done, Blake. And Blake, <gasps> are you done? Are you done? Jared. I'm never done. Jared. All right. Well, Jared. let's fucking go then. Don't give me the power. Don't give me the power. Don't fucking power. I, I want the power. God, I'll break it. I'm not. <laughs> fucking bullshit. All right. Is this? Hey, switch that camera over to me real fast. Big big boy camera real fast. I'll explain everything. 
like arguing. There you go. To... <laughs> All right, hey, uh, welcome to the arguably the best segment on the entire podcast. Um, ah. uh, mm. Are you done? Uh, so basically, what's going to happen is we uh, determine two characters in which I'm going to be arguing against people tonight. Uh, is is actually kind of a special event because it's going to be <laughs> Blake and I for the first time. Um, so I actually am going to be arguing the Martian Manhunter, and Blake is going to be arguing uh, Vision yep. from the Marvel Universe because Blake refused to do anything from DC. Um, <laughs> so basically what's going to happen here is we're going to have 30 seconds apiece. I'm going to explain our character, kind of give a basic background for anybody that doesn't know or you know needs to know a little bit more. Then we're going to have two minutes of Blake and I arguing about uh, who would kick the other one's ass in a, in a fight, and then we both get a minute at the very end to uh to try to come up with whatever reason why you should think our, our character should win and then you guys can uh, uh go into the comments come onto our facebook page afterwards when it's posted up decide who the winner is uh for bragging rights <laughs> i am the best pod yeah yeah hey thanks mike all right oh, i was just talking about you saying come on our facebook page <laughs> you're a pervert i apologize to everybody that's listening right now this is a respectable podcast all right, so yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's get this shindig going. Uh, I get the button. So, all right, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you moderating this? Yeah, then I am. fucking moderate it and stop touching the button. Yeah. You're it's you're in charge now. I don't even want to do it anymore. All right, so. let's. All right, Blake, I'll I'll moderate now <clears throat> since our moderator is a child. Right. Let's get it going. Blake, you have thirty seconds to. He's got uh, a minute. Do your do your yeah do a minute, One not minute. a thirty. It's thirty seconds at the beginning. It's minute. It's a minute. Is it really? Thirty seconds Fuck for the end. Who's the happen? adult? It's Who's the right. adult? Thank you. I'll very be moder- much. I'll be still back still moderating right. next week, y'all. Don't worry. So <laughs> I still get the button. All right, let's yep. do this. Yep. Go. All right, so we have the vision, which is a uh, MCU vision, which is also based out of uh, one of the two comic versions, <laughs> uh, pretty closely. Uh, vision is the the boyfriend uh, or husband, whatever, of Scarlet Witch. Uh, the Vision can fly, has the Infinity Stone uh, on his forehead with uh, some powers there. Uh, combat, he is combat trained by Captain America. Uh, he can repair himself. He's a uh, technopath. He is made out of vibranium. He can self-regenerate. He can shape-shift. Uh, yep. Look at me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he can uh, change his density. He can phase through things. Uh, and let's see. Uh, through the He's got the radiation beam through the Infinity Stone, uh, which creates a, an enormous amount of heat and a lot of fire. In case any of you are Don't look uh, at me. Look at the people. And, and, and he's a synthesoid, so. Yep. A lot of fire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Heather, just point at me whenever I'm ready. We're, we're going to anarchy now. We're not even going to do a moderator. What? What did I do wrong? All right, Jared, you got a minute. Uh, I want. Present right, your ready? case, friend. All right, so my uh, character I'm arguing tonight is uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, several aliases, but one of his main ones is known as uh, John Jones. Uh, he is uh, a Martian from from Mars, uh, part of uh, a race of Martians that are really freaking OP. The Martians were so badass that the same... Uh, uh, guys that created the Green Lantern cords actually uh, put into the brains of every Martian the uh, basically inhibitor abilities to be afraid of fire, so that way they would not be as OP as what they are. Um, Martian Manhunter is insanely strong. He is Superman level strong. He's uh, fought many uh, Superman level uh, 
threats and beating them handily. He has uh, shape-shifting abilities, massive shape-shifting abilities. He can go incorporeal, which means he can glide through pretty much anything. Uh, he also has the capability of being able to regenerate himself on the molecular level. So from a pile of goo, Martian Manhunter can come back. And that pile means. of goo. Yeah, right? A Martian from Marsha. Shut up. All right, let's do this. You got two minutes. Blake, I'll even let you go first. Okay. Go. Well, Vision is going to slam some ass on Martian Manhunter. So. <laughs> How fucking dare you, sir? <laughs> listen, listen, here's what's going to happen. All right, Vision's sure. strong. The, the version you're choosing, yeah. he's made out of vibranium. He's got the mind stone. Yeah, right, doesn't right. matter. He and is don't... outclassed in every no, way. How? I mean, he's got the strength of Wonder Man. The Wonder Man? Mm-hmm. Wonder Man gets spanked in the ass by Superman mm. every day of the week. Does he? Because I don't see is, I've never seen I've never There's even so many references in comics about mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter actually being right. more powerful than Superman. Like, he is stronger than Superman. They, there's actually been people that have said that Martian but, Manhunter what, what, what is stronger than What is strength going to do when you can phase through anything thrown at you or, or so any here, punch or anything thrown so at you? So here's the setup, man. We could just phase through all day long. Sure. For the sake of us actually having a fight, let's right. say that that's only being used in combat. Okay. Martian man, it doesn't matter about so vibranium. Only being Martian manhunter can punch the shit through fucking vibranium. At the very okay. least, he's gonna destroy. Kenny, is there facts sh- on that? He's strong. Have you? Is there facts on that? Is it? Huh? Is, is is there literally somewhere it says there's facts? There's no. He facts. can punch through vibranium. There's no facts that the the mind stone creates fire out of it his doesn't? stone. It's oh, a, so it's radiation a, it's a beam? beam it's uh, a no, beam a radiation beam does not create heat to create fire. And actually, the the it, mind it, stone is only. I mean, in does not radiation beam create fire? I mean, does anything with at the proper heat temperature create fire? Correct. Well, no, that's not true. At oh, all. it's but not, we're not true. Getting it. it's science I'm pretty right sure now. anything with the proper radiation temperature is going to fire. Listen, Martian Manhunter okay. is sure. a much larger threat. What's his combat Martian. experience? Combat experience? Mm-hmm. Can he, you tell me that? He fucking grew up. Uh, no, no. Can you give me his exact combat experience? Like, give where, me Vision's where, where, combat experience. Where was his right training now? through? It does. I don't give a shit who oh, got trained don't? by Captain America. <laughs> when you get punched in the face by the force of a hundred thousand, I'm just going to face through your punch. You're fucking so. go. You're dead, dude. It doesn't. Listen, Martian Manhunter, even if Vision could somehow defeat him, Martian I made out of vibranium. So say I didn't face through vibranium. Time. All right, say say I didn't face through your punch. I still made out of vibranium. Literally, listen, that, that listen, punch is going to. I'm going to absorb your punch. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to absorb I'm going to ask this question in the sure. last 30 seconds. All right, go ahead. Shut up, nerds. I had to. The screen told me to say it. Uh, Danny, that is actually wrong. I will give you factual information of references of people saying that Martian Manhunter hey, is Superman level. Thing. I'm in the chat. Uh, well, no, you <laughs> can't just be saying that shit and uh, influencing people with bullshit. Especially when it's fun. wrong. All right, let's go. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Like. All right, let's go. Go. Yep. All right, so Martian – or the Vision, all right, not only is super smart – has been trained by Captain America, has vibranium, can phase through all that. He can change his density, can literally phase through something, and literally change his weight to the most heaviest thing that you can't even move him at all. He has literally taken down the Silver Surfer. He's taken down multiple Avengers. He has a powerful ray, ray of beam of radiation comes from his head. He is all, uh, practically equal strength to Wonder Man. Uh, and he's taken down the female Thor with one hit. Female Thor's a bitch. Oh, that's kind of... Right. You hear Did that? It's kind of sexist. Oh, 30 seconds. Not Jared. <laughs> okay, listen. Let me ask you... Let me ask everybody in chat a question. What do you think is stronger? Do you think Vibranium's stronger or Superman's uh, durability is stronger? 
Are, are you doing? No, no, I'm not asking you because you're not. It's not your time to fucking talk. Uh, I know you're doing it, Superman. Jesus Christ, you're still fucking talking. <laughs> Go, Dad. If Martian Manhunter's able to both fight and defeat Superman on occasions, take punches from godlike beings like Superman, he's not going to be affected by some uh, robot with fucking vibranium. He's going to win that fight handily. <laughs> And if you inter if you interrupt me, won't if you interrupt me one more time? Do you know how many times you fucking buzz that shit on me when I interrupted Danny, and then you come in and you interrupt me in my thirty second segment? All I've heard, all I've heard this most segment is how him and Superman. I didn't know we were arguing, Superman. Listen, motherfucker, if you don't understand how yes, we're uh, we drawing comparison to other characters and allowing for people... No, no, I'm, not, I'm still on this no, no, shit. We're going to keep going. You it, can keep buzzing all you okay, want. It's okay, Jared. I just... Spit. Jared wants to buzz so And the buzzer no longer exists. It, it, it so, I guess I'll be shopping for a new buzzer. You can't fucking use it properly. You're not going to use it at all. That's all I know. No, I, I, I said it was done. I'm just going to say, I, I, I get comparisons. I do. I just, I'm just saying I spit out facts of what my person can do against your person and what they have done in the career. Sorry for everybody that enjoyed the, uh, the buzzer. That's no longer a fucking thing. It's smashed to a million little pieces. Uh... <laughs> That kind of made my night. That's all right, Mike. We we'll figure it out. So, all right. So for anybody that so anybody that actually understands how that segment goes when you're comparing people to other level no, threats, I, I get it. But for the through the host segment, I mean, Superman starts well, to finish. Every time I try to talk, you just kept interrupting me and just kept going. Well, I was trying to make the point, and then you kept going, yeah, but why are you trying to make this point, but not allowing to make that point? The segment's done! Why are we still buzzing? It's really fucking annoying. Let's stop it, because it is So really anyway, uh, I'm the, so mad. Uh, this video will be up on uh, social media Fuck for me. you guys to vote on. Uh, currently, we are taking votes for the Wonder Woman versus uh, Rogue. Uh, we will give you the results for that next week. Uh Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, so for the uh, last two trivia questions, we didn't really get an answer, so we'll take to social media to give away those last four tickets. Um, uh, as always, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Picture What Designs, uh, Drop the Mic DJ Service, Play Kickman Construction Company. <laughs> that fucking buzzer's done. <laughs> <It's> done. <laughs> uh, the, the buzzer's done, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Worth it. Uh Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> per Perkins performance. Uh, Who's mom? I have follow up question. Rock and roll. Uh, rock and roll driving. Um, also, Lennox and Jude photography. Uh, thank you guys all so much for sponsoring us. We appreciate it. Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on one second before we're done. We need okay. next week's. Are Are you done yet? Yeah. Uh, we actually already picked that. It's going to be. You? Uh, oh, that's right. Next week we are doing Vash the Stampede oh, okay, uh, cool. versus Spike Spiegel. From uh, Cowboy Bebop. So this is actually going to be a very special one because since I know nothing or care to know nothing about anime, <laughs> I will be the moderator and I will bring back pride and uh, respectability to the moderator position. You have to have it in order to bring it back. 
Well, it's better to not case, have it than have lost it wholesale by failing miserably. At, How did I fail miserably? So, okay, that whole shit so. show is your fault because you didn't Next corral week, anybody uh, in. Brittany right. and Jared are going to fist fight. Uh, I win. <laughs> um, but anyway... So next week's Are You Done? Uh, Spike versus uh, Vash the Stampede. Um, and then uh, also uh, podcasts, specifically ours, and our live stream all uh, live based on ratings. So if you could go to our <laughs> Facebook page and leave us a rating or also go to Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating as well, we would appreciate it. Um, also, we've got AnimeCon coming up April 2nd. We are adding a uh, all-ages rave that will be taking place Saturday night after the con. Um, and then also uh, we're working on some other great stuff that we're going to add to the show. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys there. We will also be doing a live stream that will only be available to attendees and our Patreon subscribers. Uh, so if you want to see that, either subscribe to our Patreon on any level. Um, from the $5 level all the way up to the $100 whole cruel act up level. Uh, shout outs to our Patreon subscribers. Thank you, Keaton New and uh, Mike Casey for uh, being on our shout out level, uh, which is the $10 or above level. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, and honorable mention to Victoria Wasman for being our third Patreon subscriber uh, at the $5 level. Uh, so for all of us here at Comically Inclined, See you guys next time.